Okay. Uh, let's invite our speaker for this morning. Father in heaven, thank you so much for the word of God in our hands, the voice of God in our hearts, and uh, the will of God on the throne of our lives, Lord. Thank you so much for the, for the confidence we have that we will see the God we have worshipped. We will see the nail-pierced hands. We will recognize the Jesus that we have believed in. Blessed are those who have, uh, who have not seen and yet believed. Thank you, Father God, for giving us the privilege. Thank you for opening our eyes. Thank you for the gift of faith, Lord. And this morning, if faith is tottering, if faith is, is, is uh, yielding uh, in any way, Lord, encourage, strengthen, build up, Lord. Bind them, bind the brokenhearted. Uh, uh, bind up their wounds and send them home uh, stronger again, I pray this day. And give us a resolve to, to obey and respond to your word this morning. In Jesus' name I ask, amen. For our devotion this morning, I want you to turn in your Bibles to Luke chapter 15. Luke chapter 15 is a very popular uh, passage of scripture because you've got some very famous stories there. Uh, you have the story of the lost sheep, you have the story of the lost coin, and you have the story of the, of the prodigal son. What I want to bring your attention to is the fact that Jesus was all about uh, getting people to heaven. He was all about the father's business. So by the age of 12, you found him in the temple answering questions and asking questions. So he was challenging the very status quo. He was challenging the, the, the mindset of the Jewish believer. He was, he was challenging the Jewish leaders. Over there, he was talking to leaders. And in fact, here in chapters 15, also he's essentially talking to leaders. What is he saying to them? What is Jesus wanting them to understand over here? Jesus said that, that I have other sheep of, 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 uh, who are outside the fold and I need to bring them in. He said uh, in a parable, uh, there was a banquet of a rich man and people who, who were meant to be there didn't come. So he sent his servants to the streets and to the highways and byways and said, fill my house with people, fill my house with people, bring them from anywhere and everywhere. The ones you expect to come won't come. The ones you don't expect to come will come. The ones you expect to believe won't believe. The ones you do expect to believe, uh, you get my point. So get out there and call them and let's, uh, let's fill my home. So he begins to talk to the leadership of, uh, of, the, of the religious society there. And here in verse one, he says, now the tax collectors and sinners were all drawing near to hear him. Come on, Rabbi Saab, look at the people who are following you. At least choose your crowd. Tax collectors. Those days, they were really, they were really horrible people. They, they, they abused the power that was given to them by the Roman government and they uh, they were their own people it's like it's like your own suppose you are a jew you're a hebrew your own hebrew brother is you know is is dominating you or is being unfair on you because of the power granted to him by the roman state so there was a there was a bad feeling towards the tax collectors uh, now the tax collectors and then the sinners these are common professionals these are ones who are not given to the to the laws, not given to uh, the sacraments. He says, the sinners were all drawing near to hear him. The, the crowd he was attracting was very non-church crowd, very non-acceptable crowd, unacceptable crowd. And the Pharisees, look at verse two, and the Pharisees and the scribes 
what did they do they grumbled they grumbled what is the opposite of grumbled rejoice what is the opposite of rejoicing grumbling they grumbled saying this man hi hi this man receives sinners he accepts them this man receives sinners he accepts their company he accepts their them as they are he he is okay with them this man receives sinners and he eats with them that's not that's not that's no joke when you eat with somebody when you share a meal with somebody you are friends forever if you are seen eating with somebody in the mall in the food court in a restaurant immediately you are associated with that person you are a soul the paparazzi comes after you and say ah oh, we saw you we saw you with that person what is that all about when you you could be standing in the on the at the bus stop and talking they don't say the same thing you could be meeting in a boardroom or in a, in 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 a in a general meeting they don't say the same thing but when you're sitting face to face and you're eating together aha they are friends look at this man he eats and he drinks with sinners what are we saying here two things jesus accepted them and jesus ate with them these are not two activities these are levels of acceptance jesus accepted them and he ate with them and the pharisees had a problem with this who were the pharisees they are the religious leaders of the jewish faith what is the jewish faith the jewish faith at its heart is i will have my people and my people will take my word to the nations and the nations will know that i am your god and the people of god then this 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 nation is to be a theocracy a theocracy and anarchy is where there's no king no rule a monarchy is where there is one rule one king democracy is when it's ruled by the people and theocracy is where it's ruled by god theos and this nation was to be a theocracy where god rules so that the nations may be jealous and come and say we also want god instead of this king or this politician we want god as our ruler so they would be jealous and they would come to the nation of israel and the nation would be the light to the gentiles the light to to the world so that is what they were meant to be instead they were grumbling at others coming to faith and coming to christ and so jesus now has to respond to that and this is what he says to them he says in three three pictures and jesus always talked in pictures because pictures uh, communicate to all strata of life all genres of life if you talk in english you're only talking to english people if you talk in uh, uh, in and punjabi you're only talking to punjabi people if you talk in riddles you're only talking to uh, intelligent people if you talk in formulas you're only talking to sign if you get what i mean he was not leaving out anybody or focusing on, he wanted to touch everybody's life so he spoke in pictures and that's also a good sign of good preaching so he spoke in pictures parables is a picture of heaven on earth so he told them this parable what uh what man of you had a hundred sheep so do the math here's here's mathematics for you 100 sheep and he lost one of them how many left 99 why aren't you happy with 
because it's not about 99, it's about 100%. It's not 99, it's 100%. If you had four children, you won't leave one child back in the, in the mall when you're going home. It's not 100%. You, you, would, you wouldn't do that. You and I wouldn't do that. How do you expect God to think anything less? This man eats with sinners and, 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 uh, and, and, and receives them. He tells them the parable, 100 sheep, okay? And the thing over here is, he says, what would you do? What would you, three times over, what would you do? Okay, and he gives that scenario. So we got the 100 sheep. I'm not telling you the story again. You know the story, but I'm trying to drive, derive uh, from three stories, one incredible point this morning and leave that with you to think about, allow the Holy Spirit to do his work. So verse, verse three. So he told them this parable. Verse uh, four, what man of you having 100 sheep loses one guy, uh, one sheep? Verse five, and when he has found it, he lays it on his shoulder, doing what? Doing what? Rejoicing. Rejo that, that's the focus. The focus is not 100, 99, one sheep, it's lost. The focus is the rejoicing. What is that in contrast to? The grumbling of verse 2. The grumbling of verse 2 is contrasted with the rejoicing of verse 5. So he put them on his shoulder and he was rejoicing. And when he comes home, when he comes home, when he comes home, there is a coming home. There is a homecoming. He calls together his friends and his neighbors, saying to them, rejoice with me. Grumbling is always on your own. Rejoicing is shared. Grumbling is for alone people. Rejoicing is for fellowship. Rejoice with me, for I have found my sheep. My sheep. You rejoice with me because I found my sheep. My sheep, that was lost. Here's the, here's the punchline. Here's the main point. Just so you don't miss out what I'm saying, he says in verse 7, just so I tell you, there will be more joy. Okay, so you've got joy rejoicing from a guy who loses one sheep, goes after the sheep, brings him back, gathers a party of his, his relatives and neighbors and says, rejoice with me because I lost a sheep, I found a sheep. Now take that joy and multiply it a thousandfold, there will be more joy, where? In heaven, over one sinner. Where is one coming from? From the 99. From the 99. Scribes, Pharisees, you think you're the 99. You think you're enough. But I'll go after the one if I have to. I will rejoice over the one with I, with the, if I have to. Heaven will rejoice over the one if it has to. Just so I tell you, there will be more joy in heaven over one sinner who repents than over 99 righteous person who need. So the 99 bring joy and the one brings greater joy. The 99 bring joy, but the one brings greater joy. Remember, it's one theme. Jesus is not telling faltu stories and just entertaining crowds. It's one theme. Go to the next picture. The next picture is of a woman who lost a coin. Or what woman have 10 silver coins? And remember, he's talking to people, to men, to older people, to younger people. So he'll give different stories to make sure that everybody is included. Now, what woman having 10 silver coins? How many does she have? 10. 10 is a divisive of, of 100. 
If she loses one coin, that's that's the same. Does not light a lamp. Does she not light a lamp and sweep the whole house and seek diligently? Sweep and seek. Sweep and seek diligently until she finds it. Until she finds it. She does not rest until she finds it. She puts every lamp on until she finds it. Diligently until she finds it. That is a persistence. Why? Because she wants that coin. What's it going to do for her? Verse 9. And when she found it, she calls together her friends. And you, you see a, a, a theme here? You see a theme here? That gathering, my brothers and sisters, spoiler, spoiler alert, that gathering is going to be in heaven. That gathering is going to be heaven. God's going to call together the friends and angels and neighbors and say, rejoice with me. My child is home. I have found what was lost. Rejoice with me. Look at that. Verse 9. For I have found the coin that I had lost. Coin. Sheep. He's taking a, a, a human experience. And he says, do you get that sense? It was lost, but you found it. It was incomplete, but it's complete. How much more the father's heart? How much more the father who has lost people and wants them to come back to himself? Story three. And he said, there was a man who had two sons. You remember the story? You call it the story of the prodigal son. That's wrong because it's actually the prodigal. It's the story of the grumbling older brother because that's the theme of the entire passage. He's talking to Pharisees, and Pharisees are the older brother. They're the older guy who stayed home, obeyed the rules, stuck around, never, never ran away from home, never questioned his, 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 his uh, father's uh, authority, never left with his father's money. This is the good boy. This is the older boy. This is the guy who stayed home. He is unhappy because the younger one is getting more attention. The younger one misguides, is misguided and, 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 and abuses the, the privileges that he has, strays away. And my dad is more happy that he's come home than with me who has, who has stayed home. How can this be? That is a scribe and Pharisee attitude. That is a grumbling attitude. And the, the contrast is the rejoicing attitude. It's picture number three. The younger of them said to the father, give me my money. I want to go divide the property. Not many days later, the younger son gathered everything. He went, went to a far off country because that's usually the best place to go if you're going to mess your life up. Um, far off country. And there he squandered his property in reckless living. Reckless living, the opposite of righteous living, the opposite of rightful living. Reckless living. And when he had spent everything, he came to the bottom of his bank balance. Of course, he uh, there's a severe famine that hits at the same time, because not only do you realize that you are broken, not only do you realize that you are the end of your own energy, everything around you also falls apart just so that you don't begin to depend on it. God will send us a famine at the time when you have run out of money, just so that you don't turn to anybody else, but you turn to him. That was a bonus. And when he had spent everything, a severe family, a famine arose in that country and he, get, and he began to be in need. Okay, so now it's, he's getting desperate. So he went and hired himself, uh, sorry, 
So he went and hired himself out to one of the citizens of the country, began to work, uh, finds himself in a pigsty uh, over there. He's, he's, he's uh, eating what the pigs eat. Pretty, pretty pathetic state. He asked himself a question. How many of my father's hired servants have more than enough bread? But I perish with hunger. I will arise and go to my father. I will say to my say to him, Father, I have sinned, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Drop with me to verse uh, twenty-nine. Bring the fatted calf, kill it. Let us eat and celebrate. Circle, celebrate. Circle, celebrate. Let us celebrate. For this was, for this my son was dead and is alive. Was lost and is found. Was lost and is found. Was dead and is alive. Okay, you're getting closer and closer to the salvation of souls here. For this, my son was dead and is alive. He was lost and is found. And he and they began to celebrate. Then comes the problem situation. Older brother ticked off grumbler, grumbler, grumbling. Uh, and verse 27, he says, your brother has come. And your father has killed the fatted calf because he has received him back safe and sound. Yeah, yeah but he shouldn't have received him back received him back. See this man, he receives them back. Man, he accepts them. He sits and eats with sinners. Sinners. We are the righteous ones. There is more rejoicing over one sinner that comes to the rest than the 99 righteous. But he was angry and refused to go to his father's house. He didn't come to the party. Even though they entreated him. Look, these many years I have served you. I never disobeyed your command, yet, yet you never gave me a young goat even. Forget about a fatted calf. I, you never celebrated over me. This fellow comes home. He's devoured your property, prostitutes, and you kill the fatted calf for him. There is something wrong with your theology. And he said to him, son, you are always with me. And all that is mine is yours. You are already 100%. It was fitting, therefore, to celebrate and be glad. For this, your brother was dead and is alive. He was lost and is found. What are we talking about here this morning? What is my simple encouragement to you? The joy of your life is in bringing people to Christ. The joy of your life is in bringing people to The joy of heaven is shared with you on earth when you do the work of heaven. I must be about my father's business. If you give your, your life to your work, you will find yourselves grumbling about uh, the blessings of God. If you give your life to your work, if you wrap your identity around your work, your position, your career, when your career is over, when your job is over, you will be a nobody. The father is a seeker. The father is a sweeper. The father is a searcher. He's searching for the lost He's sweeping until he finds that last one and he's seeking for even the one. And we share joy with him. The greatest joy of our hearts should be when we see a sinner turn to him, when we see someone turn to him. So there's two things of the, two parts of this. 
we need to reflect the father's heart which means we need to be seeking and searching and sweeping seeking and searching and sweeping and the second thing is we need to be accepting and eating we need to be accepting of anyone who comes to the father's table and we need to be eating with anyone who comes to the father's table cultures are bonded over food people are bonded over food the lord has set a table in the midst of his enemies the lord has set a table before you he has rewarded you and he's poured oil on your head at the table the table is a mighty mighty uh, uh, symbol of fellowship of acceptance of membership to the household of faith it is the table of the lord and finally the marriage of the lamb when we are with the savior will be at a table and it will be around food i don't know what we'll be eating but i hope dhania will be there god has set a table and he wants you to enjoy the joy that is in heaven over every sinner that returns this morning the the reminder is that the heart of god is seeking the lost the heart of god finds joy in the lost god becomes the biggest party animal when he gathers friends and relatives around say come rejoice with me the one that was lost is found do i find joy in seeking sweeping searching for the lost do i find joy when i get that lost person when i see somebody come to christ vikram was sharing his testimony and it was such a joy to my heart to listen to that testimony about how uh, he he came to the lord jesus recently another brother of mine uh, a guy called keith was sharing his testimony how many many years ago he found christ and he came to the savior and came back to the savior and he said thank you for sharing the good news with me thank you for sharing the good news for me i never planned for him to come to the lord we shared the gospel and he came to the lord christmas is coming brothers and sisters christmas is not about the cake it's not about the food it's not about us it's not about receiving gifts it's about the gospel it's about uh, uh finding joy in seeing people saved this christmas will people be saved this december season will people get saved they will only get uh, saved if there is a seeking a searching and a sweeping they will only get saved if there is an accepting and an eating eating together and accepting look at this man look at this man he eats and drinks with sinners and they grumbled next three stories look at this father look at this woman look at this father look at this man the shepherd he is rejoicing he is rejoicing this morning i just wanted to leave that with you and allow god to complete the download allow the holy spirit to complete the download there are people in your life that need to hear the gospel and the uh, the work of the gospel is not just a telling of the story the work of the gospel is a sweeping a searching and a seeking and if we don't have eyes to search for if we don't have a heart that's seeking if we don't have actions that are sweeping go you tell one contact move to the next tell another contact move to the next tell another move to you keep sweeping you keep sweeping until you find it <coughs> don't give up don't give up father in heaven give us a, a desire for the lost lord 
<coughs> give us a desire to, to, to search, to sweep, to, to seek. Give us a joy to accept and to eat with those whom you are allowing to the table. We love you, Jesus. We love you, Lord. Thank you, Father, for the awesome task of sharing the gospel with those around us. May we be ready. May we be skilled. May we be motivated. CL, I, I, I ask you to pour your spirit over CL, Covenant Life, and release every single member of Covenant Life as an evangelist. Every single member as a giver of good news. Remove all shyness and introversion and inability to speak and make us burdened for the one last soul. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen.